If you've got a little story you need to share, pull up a chair, he'll listen. Despite of the name and despite of the logo, there's definitely no knitting on this show. Called Good Good Yarns. Alright, hello and welcome to another episode of Good Yarns, your storytelling podcast where each week I get to sit down with a brand new guest who shares a wild and often interesting and funny story from their life. I know we didn't have one last week, but please go and listen to last week's episode which uh, featured a little preview of a show called Shad and Pete Save the World, which... I'm not supposed to announce this until tomorrow, but I'm just going to say it anyway. Uh, it's been uh, booked to perform at the uh, Cairns Performing Arts Centre, a show that is usually reserved for the basement of uh, pubs where you put your problems in a bucket. Myself, Peter James, and some of our comedian guests solve them for you on the spot. Um, that show is now going to be in a 400-seat theatre. So those tickets go on sale uh, the Wednesday after this episode's release. But um, all the details will be on my socials, at Wicked Shad. Uh, you can also follow the pod at Good Yarns. Um, this week's guest, absolute legend. He's actually been on the podcast before. His episode's actually the only one where I got a negative review. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to get him back on because he's a good mate of mine. Uh, and I've done a heap of stand-up with him over the last few years. He's been a little bit, big help, actually, um, to my comedy career. Jacques Barrett. Uh, he's one of Australia's road dogs. He goes around back before the COVID days, um, traveling around doing stand-up comedy uh, all over the country. And he's now um, relocated to Brisbane during the pandemic because we open, baby, um, and we have been for a while. So um, we recorded, decided to record another good yarn, which was actually the story he wanted to tell me way back in our third episode, I think it was, um, when he first featured on the pod, but we got distracted and did a different story altogether. So this one features one of my favourite things in the world, KFC. Um, and one of my favourite things at uni, weed. So join those two together. Oh, and family. So there's a lot to cover um, in this Good Yarns with Jacques Barrett. Please follow him, uh, JB Championi on uh, Instagram. All the deets are in the bio, but please enjoy this very trippy story about fried chicken and family and love. Why not? I've just kind of moved back to Brisbane. Yeah. Uh, and right now we're recording at my friend's house. This is where I'm staying. Mm. Um, my friend John, closest friend. From paintings of uh, flowers on the back wall. Yeah. It's quite well, vintage. It's his mum's house. <laughs> um, she lives in a granny flat just across the way. She'll she'll trundle in here any oh. moment now. She also, she's so in tune with a podcast recording in this house. She knows when it's happening. I think she's got surveillance in here and she'll trickle across and say, what are you doing? And she'll just jimmy on in to the potter. Um, her name's Desley. That's John's mum. She's the fucking best. Her nickname though is The Punisher. Right, because growing up, like she would just, or she's she's all bark, no bite, but the bark is hefty. Yeah, right. Um, and I was talking to John a couple of a couple of weeks ago. We completely forgot. I just did a gig, comedy at a formal, for a grade eleven formal, which is the worst, the fucking worst, man. <laughs> the worst. The money was the best. Grade eleven formal. Grade eleven. Yeah, it's, it's not doing, even a real formal. Dude, it's not even real formal. It's yeah. a semi formal. It's yeah. a quasi formal. It's just yeah. It's a practice. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> It's like just for the absolute grade 11 alpha dogs. Like if you're fucking and fingering at a grade 11 formal, <laughs> strap in. I don't know what you're going to do your grade 12 formal. You're probably going to be arrested. But um, So I did this gig and that reminded me of 
uh, my formal in grade 12. Right. We all went to the after party. The formal was fun, but the after party, um, me, John, two of my other mates, we got busted smoking weed by the cops mm. at the party in right. the kitchen. There was a noise complaint and we're in, we'd, like, we'd hardly smoked weed at all. I was 16 because I started school young and all his other mates, all my other mates, they're 17. We're on a bong in the kitchen and then this like super adult voice comes in. We just hear it out of nowhere. Just like smoking marijuana in the kitchen, are we boys? And we were like, you like fuck yeah, bruh. I shuckers. I put the fucking hang tan up and then I saw Brisbane police epaulets and I was like, can't. And like not that, never really smoked weed. Like stoned, sixteen, and there's a cop, and we're arrested. And this is the thing: is there's four of us that are smoking weed. They arrest all four of us, but there's only room for three of us in the back of the police car. So me, Matt, and Tim, we're in the back of the police car. They make my friend John drive behind them to the watch house. He's high. He's high, but he's seventeen, and they're like, these cops are totally like, what's gonna fuck with this you know you can send a guy to prison or you can send a kid you can give a kid a five dollar fine you can scare him or you can put him in a car behind you is he on his own he's on his own he's oh, on his man. fucking own and he's still stoned he, he, like like we're we're young and wasted we're fucked what is he thinking while following the cop car like yeah. just the, the green mile marched <laughs> yeah he's on his like yeah this is his green peas um but he, I looked behind us a couple of times when we were in the cop in the cop car. I looked behind at John, and he's so he's like Hans Mole Man <laughs> from The Simpsons, like he's so on the wheel, <laughs> and he's all pasty and white. It was so fucking funny. <laughs> Me, Matt, and Tim were giggling the whole time because these cops were like, this is suburb. It's Carindale. Carindale Streets. These cops are hauling ass. Like, they're right. Tokyo drifting. It's got minimum 80 Ks an hour. And John is, like, following us behind. Can you imagine stoned? First of all, like, you're paranoid sometimes if you're stoned. I wonder if the cops are following me. How much worse <laughs> is you stoned and having to follow, follow the, cops? the cops? And then being like, i got to keep up. Because yeah. what if I get too far behind? Exactly. <laughs> and also, but if I keep up, I'm obviously admitted that I'm, fine, <laughs> I'm speeding. Imagine rocking up, you're stoned, you get fucking put in it, put in the cell and you're arrested for a speeding fine and also uh, illicit substances. Anyway, we get to the, the watch house and um, we're, we're all sort of sitting in the little waiting room. Um, and they're fingerprinting us one by one. And my mum is the first mum to rock up because we live pretty right. close by to the watch house. She rocks up and she walks into the room to pick me up and she's got this big grin on her face because she's like, it's adorable. She doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> she knew I smoked weed. Um, but she came in with a little fresh batch of a little Tupperware container of cookies because <laughs> she'd made a batch a couple, of, a couple of days earlier. So she just left them there for everyone. She went, there you go. I was like, fuck yeah, see you cunts. And then just left. And then apparently the next day, um, John and Matt and Tim came on over um uh, and they told me that desley the punisher mm. had woken them up at 6 a.m barged into their room because they're all sleeping on mattresses in john's room barged in with a tray of water and bread she was dipping the bread in the water and throwing it at their faces <laughs> saying this is what you get in prison <laughs> and yeah it's fucking awful wait what happened when he rocked up like when when he pulled up the stone guy, 
Like when you guys arrived at the police station. Yeah, we got out of the car and John was kind of right behind and us. And he gets shaky. out. He's so shaky. And then He's it's like, jittery. thanks, mate, and you can't. Yeah, they go, come on, mate. And they, like these cops, it was it, like... Did he, he drive home then? Were they like, all right, get back here? No, 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 he left his car there. He can't drive home now that he's sober. <laughs> you know? Two hours later when he's completely, <laughs> like, he's dried up. He can't drive then. No, Desley came and picked, picked them all up and drove them home and was apparently in the car just howling at him, just hating it. Oh, anyway, that's, so so that's my that's my uh, my first ever like like m- remarkably large experience with um with weed. Right, but <laughs> this is the lead in. So this is the story I wanted to tell you. Okay. when you asked me a couple of months ago, you got uh, a yarn, so I got a fucking I got a banger. Um, I need to preface this with my earliest memory. My okay. earliest memory that like clear. Memory is waking up really young in the backseat of mum and dad's car as we pulled into the driveway and I woke up um, and the car smelled so good and I woke up and I was like, what is that? And I looked down and there's a KFC chip box on the floor mm-hmm. and I picked it up and it's got weight. I was like, fuck yeah. And then I opened up the chip box and there's a there's no chips. There's a half-eaten apple core <laughs> and no chips. Okay. And I remember like the thing, little fat boy... This is the first thing, the first really clear memory I've ever had is the betrayal <laughs> of a KFC run that mum and dad made with no Not thought of me because I was passed out in the back. Right. And I apparently walked in, walked into the, um, walked into the house, and I, mum said, "You walked in and you started packing a bag." He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Where are you going? Come out. Where are you going?" I don't know. I probably said, "Like I'm going, I'm going to Kentucky. I'm moving, I'm moving to the glory land." <laughs> um, but that's my first ever memory, and since then, like um, KFC, I've loved KFC. Hey, you're um, only human, man. It's the best potential sponsor. It's huge. <laughs> get on board, KFC. Get on board at the grassland. <laughs> this podcast is the thirteenth spice. Um, so, is it eleven herbs and spices? Yeah, it is eleven. Okay, well, yeah. there's there's one in the middle there. Yeah, you know, their Twitter only follows, dude. What is it? It's the Spice Girls, and then like. They, bunch of guys they follow 11, 11 separate <laughs> accounts that are all to do with this. It's so cool. <laughs> That's the best. So obviously, someone at KFC marketing gets high on the, on yeah. the supply. Someone's fucking. Someone's hitting the bong in the. He's kitchen. been given two years off. Yeah, I reckon when he did that, they're like, "Oh, you've oh you've nailed it, bro. Come That's back." So fucking good. <laughs> um, and I go for castings for KFC ads all the time. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I fit the I fit the what they're looking for, but then I walk in and and I never get a, I nail the, the auditions, but because I look like I eat KFC, strangely <laughs> KFC doesn't want people suffering <laughs> from adverse effects of their product on screen, so they go for these. You know, when you walk in, you, you've been to castings before, yeah. no doubt. In the waiting room, there's always just these beautiful people there's always like actual actors proper like vegan like never like don't eat carbs like real like smoked salmon and steamed broccoli fucking draft dodgers in the waiting room (laughs) and then i rock up and they all look at me like i'm deliver i'm the delivery dude i'm just like rocking up yeah oh you got a package i'm I'm a dhl guy (laughs) He's bringing the KFC for the shoot. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the manual yeah. log guys are up. They look at me and just go, "Oh, this is yeah." They're using actual KFC for props in the casting. That's cool. But I was like, "No, I've been researching my role, <laughs> and I just want to come in and yeah." This is a zinger box. Yeah, large. You know, like there's in the Simpsons. I brought my own mic, but I'm like, I brought my own KFC. <laughs> just finger licking, 
really going method on the roll. Yeah. Um, and then I never get the callbacks. And the ads, the ads kind of suck. Mm. They really do suck. <laughs> oh no! Would somebody say KFC? I don't care. So bad. Um, I I went for an audition not to. I was starting to get cast as dads. Oh yeah, as the dad. Um, and I went for this, and the role for the casting. This is the basic script. Was I was a dad taking my son to KFC um, for a big feast to celebrate his win at the sporting carnival. Um, and so I just sort of, I sort of caught fire in the audition. Like there was the script, and then there was what I said. So I did their version, and it sucked. I had no heart. And then I said the second version. We had to pretend like the kid was standing next to us, and I was like, "Man, he's so proud of you today. You did so good. Now let's get you two and a half calories, <laughs> two and a half days of calories in one fucking hit." <laughs> yeah, we're gonna fatten you up, put you in a chess club. Daddy wants his weekends back. <laughs> <laughs> and they're always there. Okay, we'll take we'll take it again, but with the original script. <laughs> but in my head, I'm like, that should that's the ad. Good job today, but uh, we want you to be a front rower. Yeah, <laughs> can't be having you sit out on the wing. Yeah. So that's K there. I get cast those KFCs, and they they break my heart every time I don't get a call back. And then I see one of the pretty boys on the actual ad that was in the casting room with me, and like you fucking fraud. But um, so that's the little preamble before this story. Yeah. Now, so that was the first betrayal. Yeah, yeah. I at the end of last year was doing a show. I was writing my show, um, and it's like another year, another hour long festival solo show you got to write, and I was running out of kind of ideas. Mm. Um, I'd, I got to like 45 minutes of material and then I was like, oh God, nothing's happened in my life and I'm boring. Mm. I'm a basic bitch. And, and then I, and then thankfully mum got, uh, she got a new hip. Okay. And I got a bunch of new material <laughs> off the back of it. Mum and I got in the end zone real hard. Um, uh, she got a new hip and then she got some weed. She got some marijuana, um, like medicinal just to really? cope with it. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, and, uh, cause it's apparently for, she has... Um, not rheumatoid arthritis, arthritis but like so a joint issue and okay. that's really like the pain of it is because mum is sort of like I don't really want to do like hardcore pills endone oxycontin and whatever right. she's like is there anything else and the guy said yeah so she gets a little bit of weed and the guy was like just see how this goes she uh, has smoke it or is it tablets it's uh, no she smokes it oh shit um, so she rolled it this might be like Completely illegal what's happened. So don't, Sounds like it. But yeah. Like maybe mum <laughs> pretended like she got a new hip just yeah. so she could just smoke some weed yeah. <laughs> with her son. But she hadn't rolled a joint um, ever. She was like, can you come over and help me roll this? And I was like, okay. <laughs> and what I was a like, call. And, and, and I rolled it and she was like, do you want to smoke? Do you want to, do you want to smoke weed? Um. You want to smoke this with me? And I was like, fuck. I never really thought about smoking weed with mum. I was like, mm. yeah, fuck it. I'm four, I'm 40. Mum's mm. 72. So we roll this joint and uh, I kind of smoke it and it's kind of cool. It's kind of fun. We're having a bit of a laugh. Um, and I say, I can't have too much of this because I get really, I get so paranoid on this you do. new weed. Yeah. Like yeah, right. really fucking paranoid on it. Um, and I can't have too much. I don't want to, I don't want to break down. And then mum, mum says, you know, you're probably sensitive to, to weed because you ate a pot cookie when you were four years old. What? And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck did you just say? Unleashes this fucking family secret. Like I'm buzzed. I'm not super high, but I'm loving this story. Mum tells me like from start to finish this story of when it was uh, four, I was four years old and I was just about to turn five. 
Um, and mum and dad had some friends who lived in the city. We lived in uh, Coralbin Valley, which is in Queensland. It's like an hour and a half drive from Brisbane. And for Christmas, one of their friends had baked them a batch of pot cookies and, and mailed it to them for Christmas. Right. And so mum said, we got them and I had half of one. And she said, it fucking... It ripped me like it tore me apart, like tore me apart. And I was like, "How how 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 stoned, mum? How stoned were you?" And she was like, "I." And I was like, "Were you stoned enough that dad had to drive you to KFC late one night <laughs> with me in the backseat with me in the backseat of the car?" And I, I didn't think they were related at all. Yeah. Like, I just said that, and she mum goes, "You remember that?" <laughs> And I was like, yeah, the time that I opened the chick box and there were no chips in there. Yeah, that was my 9-11. <laughs> of course I remember it. Um, and she's, we, go, we laughed so hard at that. And she was like, holy oh. shit. Mum's like, I digress. And so she's going through the story. Okay, so what they did, they got the pot cookies and they put them in a container and they put them in the back of the freezer. And they didn't realize that little fat boy me, I was waking up at 3, 4 a.m., sneaking into the pantry and whatever and just rummaging shit because mm. I was just like I was half they didn't realize I'm, I'm half beagle half truffle pig and I've <laughs> sniffed out apparently I've gotten into the the um, cookies and I've had a whole one because mum went back and saw that there was one entire cookie missing and no crumbs no nothing I'm real a Dexter yeah. level shit you know <laughs> covering covering tracks um, it, so this morning um, I've had the cookie and then mum and dad were real estate agents at the time and they had an open house inspection very early on. And so what they did, I got me in the car and they dropped me off at the uh, babysitters. They obviously didn't realize I was stoned because I've consumed it. And, you know, mm. like edibles, it takes a while to kick in. Also, like, I'm kind of hard pressed to figure out how you'd tell if a four-year-old Dude, was... Totally. <laughs> totally. Like, they chaos the whole fucking yeah, time. Yeah, it's like he's just a bit quiet. Yeah, is, is he quiet? Of... Is he tolerable? Yeah. No, he must be high. And you're not going to ask any questions if that's the case. Like, we've got a good day. Yeah. Like, we can go and do shit. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't question it exactly. So I dropped me off at the, at the babysitters and then they go to the house inspection and they said that as soon as they rocked up to the house, that phone rang, babysitter calls him and says, something's wrong <laughs> with Shark. <laughs> and they're like, what? His eyes are rolling back in his head. He's he's on saying free Assange <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, like, yeah. he's, he's, he's got fucking he's so high. wool out he's connecting dots for JFK's yeah. murder <laughs> he's pushing he's pushing the yeah he's pushing the Joe Rogan podcast on me <laughs> and mum was like oh what the fuck she didn't realise what's happened she comes in picks me up and sees me and immediately knows that I've eaten popcorn immediately can tell that I'm fucking wrecked and the babysitter's like should we call her should we call the Call an ambulance. Mum was like, "Fucking oath, we're not going to do that." Yeah, puts me into the car, and then they take me. Um, Mum drives back to the house inspection because she doesn't know what to do. She because dad's at the house and he doesn't know what the fuck's happened. So I walk in. Um, Mum walks in with me in her arms, and I'm just putty. I'm like, you know, that like in Your Pulp Fiction, in Pulp Fiction, where Uma Thurman ODs on heroin, and he brings he brings John Travolta brings her into the living room. Because of some friends who are drug yeah. addicts, and they've got he, he, they know they've got an epipen there, they can revive it. <laughs> so I walk in, um, and apparently, like there's three or four families who are looking at the house, and they storm in, and I'm just like, "Sup, cunts!" <laughs> just in mum's in mum's in mum's arms, <laughs> just. And um, dad said, apparently, like dad looked and just totally registered what had happened. Yeah, that I was stoned, and then mum quick clicking goes, "Oh, sorry, wrong house," and then just walks back out. <laughs> And then she gets me into the car and then she drives down the road and she calls the poison hotline from a payphone. Wow. Because she doesn't want the fucking feds <laughs> tracing a landline call 
I'm like, mum, you fucking ease up. And they were like, okay, no it's one's like, ever died smoking yeah. marijuana before. No one's ever died smoking weed. You don't need to worry about it. Um, he may mom, become a comedian though in the future. Yeah, which is far worse. You'll probably wish he was dead. The amount of times that we're going to move out and in back in with you. Why, oh, didn't, hate it. why didn't she just sit you on a chair, give you a packet of Doritos, Dude, that's and what chuck they a said. movie on? That's exactly what the fucking. That's exactly <laughs> what, what the poison hotline said. said. Dude, it's like standard issue procedure. Um, so I'm. <laughs> Like in the, they said no one's ever died from consumption of marijuana. Mm. Um, and I'm, and Mum's like, okay, well, I have patient zero. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he keeps on saying he's like his head is spitting like an owl. <laughs> he keeps on talking about how good Interstellar is. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what that movie is. It hasn't even come out yet. Yeah, <laughs> that's how far stoned <laughs> I went. I went back in time <laughs> to tell them about a movie that's going to come out in 2014. <laughs> Um, and I'm like, yeah, like 9-11 inside job. Yeah. The whole bit. <laughs> Keep an eye out. September 11, Ma. Don't fly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this little fucking stoned oracle. Um, and then, so they say to her, yeah, go, just take him home. Put, Get him like blanket, water, food, and mindless TV. So mm. they take me home. Um, I'm sitting on the, I'm sitting on the couch um, with her uh, like in and out of consciousness kind of like drifting out and then waking back up saying KFC even fucking sell apples and they're just sort of drift- <laughs> drifting back out again um, and then mum uh, mum said she's like we were saving this for your birthday but we'd bought a VHS copy of Star Wars because I had not seen Star Wars yet and they wanted to surprise me and they were like he'll love this Fuck. so mum gets a VHS copy unwraps it puts it in sits down and she presses play on <laughs> Star Wars just from she says from the second Star Wars hit the screen she said you were mes- you looked at the screen like you looked at me when I held you for the first time in the hospital but that lasted for two seconds in the hospital this was literally 90 straight minutes of pure tractor beam it finished you made me play it again <laughs> You said again. The only word you said was again. Played it again and I was mesmerized again. Finished and then uh, as if on cue it finished and dad walks in and he's got KFC (laughs) and a Vianetta. Full like the death row prisoner final meal combo. Um, I see the KFC and I was like, just flipped out. And then I point to the TV and I say, play it again. (laughs) And I think you'll admit that should be the ad. 100%. That's, like, that's the KFC ad. If that ad. wasn't your dad walking in being like, did someone so KFC? Yeah. And then everyone just went, I don't care. How oh, about it? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs>